Hi, this is Jenna Gibbons from The Whole Mama, and you are listening to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. Hey, food bloggers. Are you ready to accomplish your 2023 goals faster than you ever thought possible? If you are nodding your head yes right now, the Eat Blog Talk Mastermind program might be a great fit for you. We are now accepting applications for 2023, and I will let you in on a little secret. If you sign up before the end of November 2022, you can lock in at the current pricing. Go to eblogtalk.com forward slash mastermind for more information and to apply. Here is a current member, Barbara from butterandbaggage.com talking about why the investment is so worthwhile. If you're really committed to making this a business, you've got to invest in yourself. And I think this is the best way to invest in yourself. It's hard to put a value on on what you're getting, but in, in this type of business, just having the resource of these people that can give you advice and can help you along that journey is, I just think, more valuable than anything, any other investment you can make. Hey, food bloggers. Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, the podcast for food bloggers looking for the value and confidence that will move the needle forward in their businesses. This episode is sponsored by Rank IQ. I am your host, Megan Porta, and you are listening to episode number 370. I have my friend Jenna Gibbons with me today. She's going to talk to us about turning a passion project into a business. Jenna is a native Michigander living outside of Nashville on a small farm with her husband, two boys, dog, and rescued horses. She decided to stay home in 2016 to be with her oldest son. At that time, she also co-founded a nonprofit called Hickory Hill Farm, which continues to this day to provide animals and people with a place of peace, happiness, and healing. Jenna decided to devote her time to her boys and the whole mama business after feeling frustrated again with the dynamics of public education. The Whole Mama Business and International Podcast began in 2020 to help mamas break free from the chaos in education and bravely start homeschooling with the tools and confidence they need to raise happy, healthy, and well-rounded kiddos. I love your whole message, Jenna, and everything you represent. I'm so excited for our chat today. Thank you for being here. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm good too. I'm just excited to chat with you. I always love our chats. Before we dig into our topic though, we want to hear if you have a fun fact to share with us. Yes. So I would say a fun fact about me, it's more of, I guess, a interesting fact. I don't know if it's, but my, so my grandmother, half Irish, half Polish, and uh, my grandmother came here during the Holocaust and started her life in America. And I just like to honor her sometimes just to share her story. She survived and raised a family here and uh, really kind of helped me uh, become who I am. And, you know, like love to tell her story of, you know, her bravery and just, you know, resilience. And um, I'm not here where I am today without her. So um, yeah, that's my fun fact. <laughs> I love that. So you've got bravery and resilience in your genes, literally, like you've got that yeah. instilled in you. <laughs> that's so cool. And good for her. I mean, I'm sure her story is incredible and inspiring. And wow. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Yeah, I'd like to just, um, you know, she's no longer with with us, but um, just, you know, her her story and, and um, you know, hard work and, and everything just um, and just, you know, I think also just encouragement to me, you know, to follow follow whatever it is that I was called to do was really empowering. So, oh, I love that. What a great way to start. <laughs> I love that you chose that as your fact. OK, so your story is amazing, too, because you have turned a passion project into a business and you have found a way to make it work, even though you have a family and you're a homeschool mom and 
you've got a blog and a podcast and you have little kids. So I want to hear just a little bit about how, how that all came together, how you decided to pursue your passion, even though you were a busy mom. So can you just talk us through your story? Yeah, absolutely. So like you mentioned, I um, came from Michigan here down to Nashville to teach and I taught, uh, you know, public education. I was an ESL teacher and that's, I taught English as a second language to kiddos for about eight years. And then at the time I had my first son and um, wanted to, you know, stay home with him. So I taught there and I loved it. I loved the children I worked with and the teachers were so hardworking, but then I just felt called. And that's kind of, I feel like will be the, the common thing I say today is just feeling that call the calling. And so I really felt like it was time for me to stay home, which in the beginning, I never really thought that I was going to do that. I just, you know, once I had my kiddos, it just felt like that was what I was supposed to do. So I stayed home and then um, went back and taught part-time high school ESL, which was a whole nother world. (laughs) Yeah, that was, uh, it was, uh, again, all, all these things I feel have just kind of you know, help prepare me for all the things, right? So I did that for a little while and then um, had my second son and decided to stay home again. (laughs) And, you know, at the time too, I just, I felt like I wanted to serve the community and serve others. And I always have had a love for animals. And so during that time of teaching, while I was teaching, I decided my husband and I had moved from the, you know, um, just a house in the suburbs to a little farm. And I want, always wanted horses. And so we did that and started fostering horses and kind of surrounded myself with people who were kind of like-minded. And we decided to start a horse rescue together called Hickory Hill Farm. And they're still thriving today, which is so amazing. And I'm so honored that they continue such good work, you know. And so I was one of the founders, but I also did like the education and outreach. So we would have a summer camp. We would do a program called Reading with Rescues, where kiddos would come and read to the horses. And so I felt like I was serving and I was teaching in a different way. So I did that. And then, you know, once when 2020 happened and I was home, I just continued to feel like I had this calling to do something and again, to teach in a different way. And, you know, with my youngest, I was in the mornings would go out because we didn't really go anywhere. You know, I would walk and listen to podcasts and they really helped me. I don't know, kind of find that that fire still and help me through just a hard, you know, after having a baby and all the things that really inspired me. And I was like, well, you know what? Like, I feel like yeah, I have something to say. You know, I could, I think I could do a podcast. Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. And, you know, I was trying to find ways to kind of make some income on, you know, on, on the side. My husband was you know, really amazing at, at wanting to support me in all my endeavors. I feel like I'm like, hey, I want to start a rescue. Hey, I want to do this. And he's always very, you know, supportive. And he goes, okay, what do you want to do? And I said, oh, well, I want to I support that. Yeah. And I was like, well, I want to support us now a little bit. And so how can I do that from home? You know, so I tried to kind of, and it was like a process. It was a lot of writing and brainstorming and and just kind of getting all my ideas out on paper. And like, what was I really, it just took some time, like really to kind of reflect on what I was really thinking of. And so I started first with just a a blog because I felt like I was already going to be doing the mom thing. I could share about it. So I started a blog and then again, kind of was like called to like, well, you know, I guess I could really, you know, share in a podcast. So I educated, self-educated myself on, you know, I I did the whole Google search, but YouTube videos and tried to do some courses that taught me how to kind of do that. So I started a podcast um, called The Whole Mama and we started um, doing that. And now I'm, you know, obviously not 
teaching anymore. I'm home with my boys. So I started doing the whole thing. And then when my son started going to kindergarten, you know, we had to go to public school. And then I had, you know, felt called for a while to do something for based upon my just, you know, my experience as a teacher in school. And so at that time, it was in October, I decided, well, I think we're gonna, we're gonna try this whole homeschooling thing. And so we pulled my son out and my business shifted in that way as well. And for me, you know, not only helping mothers, but also helping homeschooling mothers start, you know, the homeschooling process and supporting them and encouraging them. And so that's kind of my business sort of shifted a little bit in that way, um, where I, you know, I did, I did do a mother mastermind and then my coaching kind of shifted at this point right now, helping mom start homeschooling because so many are. And I felt like, um, when I was even starting as a teacher, it was a little bit intimidating. Like, where do I start? You know, am I doing the right thing? How do I do the right thing? And so I feel like if I could be there as a support person to help them along the way, you know, I could do that. So, um, I did that. And then, um, we've also started this September, a farm school on our farm. Um, once a week and uh, we do weekly themes uh, nature study and farm you know kind of farm study and yeah it's been busy <laughs> so that's in oh a nutshell gosh. my transition from teaching to now homeschooling and running a business <laughs> that is a lot I mean what an amazing story I love how it just isn't it crazy to look back on your story and just see how cool it evolves and how like one thing leads to another and you don't you can't see the whole picture, obviously, that's not life. You don't see everything. Right. But then when you look back, you're like, oh, of course that led to this and that and that. And it's just so cool to kind of reflect on that. Yeah, it's amazing. And not really knowing, you know, where you think you're headed, oftentimes you're not really in that direction. You know, you actually actually go to a completely different way. Right. And right. That is, yeah, it's, yeah, it's amazing. And I love how I wrote down when you were talking about like I started listening to podcasts. That's how my journey started as well as far as like really really? digging into. Yeah, I was shooting a lot of video at the time for my food blog. And when we were shooting our filming our video, we had these days where we would just batch all this content and I we would just turn on like my speaker, my sono speakers, and I would just tune into podcasts. And that is what really sparked my desire for like all all this that I've put together for eBlog Talk. So I wrote down, it all started with a podcast. I feel like that is the story of so many, right? Yeah, I think so. I think, because I don't know about, I I never really was a podcast listener. I was more of like, well, I'll read books or I'll, you know, attend conferences or whatever it may be. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, I think someone had said, oh, have you listened to a podcast? I was like, what's a podcast? You know, I I don't know what that is. But there's something really, I think, just especially when you find the ones that you really resonate with, I feel like there's so much more, so much about just listening to people talk is just different than, you know, for some people they aren't, or maybe not a reader, but there's so much value still in a lot, so many podcasts that I take, I'm, I'm taking notes, you know, and they're just amazing. I talk about this with food bloggers all the time. There's so much power in audio and just hearing yes. somebody's voice. So if you have a blog post that says the exact same words that you're listening to on a podcast, it's totally different because you get the inflection, you get the personality, you get the human, you get the stories that produce emotion. If you just read it, you don't get any of that. So I think there's so much power in audio and communicating with people that way. So I think that's why the medium of podcast really affects people like us because we're like looking for that connection and that emotion and like change or whatever we want. So really cool that your story started that way. I love that so much. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you do a lot, Jenna, homeschooling and being a mom and a wife and, you know, blogging and podcasting and doing the mastermind groups and all this stuff that you talked about is a lot. So talk to us about how you fit it in. Do you have any tips? Do you have any strategies for staying sane and doing it all? Yeah, absolutely. So I think one thing, because Megan, you were on my podcast a couple weeks ago, and the one thing that you said that I think is so true is the first thing is that it does really take a village, like utilizing and being okay with saying, Hey, you know, like I need, I need help, (laughs) you know, and it's not, I think that's a very brave and honest thing to say. And so, you know, if my, you know, whether it's my husband or I'm very lucky to have grandparents here, or if, you know, you need a sitter for a little bit of time or, or, you know, utilizing a community of friends or, you know, all that stuff I think is really important because it does like, I think, you know, to say that you can do it all, you know, all the things all the time, it's, it's really a lot of pressure to put on yourself. So I think definitely, you know, being able to utilize the help if it's, if it's there, or if you need help finding it, you know, even if it's for, you know, once or twice a week, just so that you can kind of get the things done that you feel, you know, where you're in a good place each week. So I definitely think that another one would be, you know, which I know is hard, but <laughs> blocking off, you know, that kind of that non-negotiable time for yourself. For me, you know, you know, some people are kind of night owls. Some people are morning people. I'm more of a morning person, especially as I've gotten older. I feel like by nine, I'm like crashing. <laughs> oh my gosh, same. I'm with oh you on gosh. that. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this is really, it's, it's catching up with me. But you know, in the morning, even if, you know, before my kids get up, I try and there's days where I will, you know, sleep in a little bit more, but I really try to kind of have some of those habits that kind of make me my best self. And so blocking off that time, you know, where, for me, it's, you know, waking up and getting definitely getting up a cup of coffee or two, depending on the morning, you know, I do a devotional in the morning for myself, you know, providing your yourself with the good things like whether if it's a podcast or a book you're reading, I don't turn the news on or anything like that. And then working on your business, whether it's catching up on email or, you know, scheduling podcast record, whatever it is, you know, so I try to do that as many times as I can during the week, you know, and then I also try to have time before bed where I wrap some things up and, and then also just having some of that time, even if it's not once a week, a couple times a month where you do something for yourself, you know, whether you go, I don't know, whatever it could be a massage or something or go for a walk or have that time to kind of regroup because I think then you start to get in that survival mode and that's never really a good place to be in for yourself, you know, and then I think surrounding yourself with like-minded people, you know, some the people who you, you know, inspire you, encourage you, motivate you, um, want you to thrive and in, in your life as a homeschool mom or as a business owner, you know, I think that's really important. And, and I think even having sometimes, you know, I'll put little messages for myself, like, why, why am I doing this? You know, there's going to be days where even with homeschooling, like, why? why am I doing this? You know, this is a hard day. This is, you know, there's a lot to do, but I think having, um, you know, in in our, my homeschool coaching, we do, um, creating a mission and vision for your family. And I think it's really important to do that for your business too. You know, like why, you know, why are you running this business and, and we're trying to teach your kids, you know, for, for me, I ask myself that all the time, like, why am I doing, you know, I'm so tired, but you know why I want, you know, and I remind myself I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it because I feel God's calling. I feel like, you know, I want to live an abundant life and serve others. And, you know, so having those daily reminders for yourself on those hard days and on the good days, like to pump you up where, you know, you're going to get a lot done, you know, as when I was doing my um, business starting off, I made a vision board. I made whatever for me to visualize what, 
you know, I wanted to do and how I wanted it to look. And that can shift, you know, and change. But for me, that was really big because you have to have some clarity and, you know, where you think you're going to be headed, you know. And just the reminders of like, for me, I think especially as a mom now um, and owning a business is how I can, as a business, obviously you're, you're a business. So this is like, you know, it's your you know, livelihood, but how I can serve and give back, you know, what's my, how, you know, how can I do that? And I think that's important to kind of give yourself, you know, as a reminder every day, like, you know, I'm, ser- I'm running a business, but how am I serving, serving the world? And there's so many amazing, I heard a podcast by um, Kathy Heller and she was, she helps women in any, any business, so men and women start businesses and just saying, you know, there's so much you have to give to the world. And like, for me, it was, you know, starting and doing a business kind of messy, you know, <laughs> like, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, because really you can look back on your life and really say, well, gosh, I started there and look how far I am. Because for me, you know, if I'm going to do it perfectly, it's going to take me a lot longer to start it because I'm going to want to tweak it and, and, and just, it's not going to be perfect anyway, because that's just life. But I think when you start it and do it messy and just get that first podcast out or first get that first blog out, you can grow and thrive from there. So I think just starting and going from there and then teach yourself. There's so many resources out there and so many amazing people you can surround yourself with. So yeah, I hope that helps. (laughs) That was a lot. (laughs) Food bloggers, I want to take a really quick second here to talk to you about something new that we're starting this summer. I'm super excited about it. I am loving this new movement of food bloggers who are digging into podcasting as a way to add an awesome, unique new layer to their business. I feel so passionately about this topic. Audio is so powerful and food bloggers digging into audio in the form of podcasting is going to be a huge, successful movement. It will be a way to expand your brand into new areas that you cannot even imagine. There is an entire episode dedicated to this. So go listen to episode number 306 if you haven't already. And I promise you're going to be inspired to dig into audio yourself. As a way to support this movement, I am creating a group coaching experience starting in June of 2022. If you are interested in joining us, there are a limited number of spots available just because I want to give you all my dedicated attention. Send me an email at megan at eatblogtalk.com if you're interested. I am including an introductory rate. It's a monthly rate. If you want in, you will be locked in at that rate. Send me an email. Tell me you're interested in the group coaching for podcasters. And I can't wait to see you inside. And I can't wait to see how this just totally explodes your business. All right, back to the episode. Oh my gosh, that was that was all so good. And I know why we're friends because a lot of that, all of it aligned with really like my message and what I do to stay on track and like my, you know, staying in tune with my mission and my visions and all of that. Love it all. Let's see, there's maybe one or two I would love to touch on. Two points that you made. So self-care, I think that's really important to talk about because it's so often discounted. We hear like hustle culture, you've got to hustle, hustle, like work hard. And I agree with that. Like there are periods and seasons where you do have to hustle. I mean, that's truth. That's a fact. But in order to get through those seasons, you have to take care of yourself or your business will never survive and it certainly won't thrive. So what are some ways that you just ensure that you focus on self-care? You're busy. I can see where it would be really easy to just say, not today, and then let it slide. So how do you just stay focused on that? I think, when you know, Megan, you helped me with my mastermind. When was that? Gosh, over a year ago. And I think one of the biggest thing is you have to make sure whether you're 
you know, if you have children, of course, and, and, you know, if you have a business is if your cup is not full, how in the world can you help, you know, fill others, right? So filling your cup first, and that's not a selfish thing. That's a, that's just a necessity because it's like one of those examples, like when you're on the plane, right? And they say, put your mask on before you put anyone else's on because you have to kind of fill your cup first to make sure that you are your best self so that you can serve others. And so I definitely think that it's an important thing um, to remind yourself of. And for me, one of those definitely is sleep. You know, there's a point where I would, (laughs) I would like, and before I realized that sleep was so important, you know, I'd push myself and, you know, hustle, like you said, until, you know, 12, one o'clock in the morning. Well, then my kids are up at, my kids are early risers too at six, seven, and then I'd be struggling all day. And how in the world can you provide and and be, you know, be your best self if you're dragging all day? So, you know, for me, I try to, you know, cut myself off. And that's just where I'm at that day. Maybe 10 o'clock, it may be 9 o'clock, maybe 11. Um, I try it at the latest 11 so that I get at least six or seven hours of sleep. So definitely, and that's something doesn't cost anything, doesn't, you know, you don't have to go anywhere. That's just doing at home. So for me, sleep, another one is, like, this sounds silly, but like I drink, obviously drink, I drink coffee because just, that's just my state right now as a mom. And But I think hydrating, I think that a lot of times we're so tired because we don't have enough water and you're just not hydrated enough. So definitely just making sure that you're taking care of yourself. Because I know even as a teacher, I put my, you know, all day and I wouldn't go to the bathroom, you know, cause I was like rushing, <laughs> you know, teaching, teaching kindergartners, but then I wouldn't drink my water either. And then I was wondering, well, why am I, you know, not feeling great? Well, cause your body needs water. So sleep water. And then I think for me, and I'm sure I could, there's more, but the third one I think is like I said, mentioned earlier in the mornings is like filling your cup, like emotionally, spiritually, and, you know, just overall your presence, like whatever that may be, like starting your day at positive, you know, don't open that email yet. That was great advice. I listened to a podcast. Oh gosh, I think it was Ali Casaza. And she said, don't open that email or that text right away. Don't even, you know, give yourself five or 10 minutes to start something like, you know, like I said, like a scripture or a podcast or a book you're reading that's inspiring. And I think Megan, you were talking about you, I read a lot of business development, personal development books, those for me is, you know, is encouraging, but that's kind of how sets the tone for your day. So versus opening an email that may stress you out, that's going to set the tone for your day in a kind of in a negative way. So, you know, however it may be starting your day with a positive in a positive way, whether you're reading the Bible or like, you know, you have a favorite author or whatever it may be. I think we're always learning. We're always growing. And so even as a mom, I'm reading homeschool books of like, you know, that's encouraging for me or uh, spirituality or anything like that to kind of fill, fill your cup emotionally and spiritually, I think is a really good thing. I love all of that, Jenna. I think it's so easy to discount this part of it because like we've both mentioned, like it's just easy to get into that flow of hustle and to not really prioritize this. And then before we know it, we're getting burnt out and we're wondering why and we're like, oh yeah, I'm not drinking water. I'm not sleeping well. I'm not, I'm starting my day off with stressful emails. So it's like, it's so important And this is part of my message for my listeners because you cannot, it doesn't matter how much SEO you know or Pinterest knowledge you have, it doesn't matter. If you're not taking care of yourself in the ways that you need, you will never have a successful business. It does, like, it's all irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah, you'll burn out. And in fact, the very beginning of my business, by, I think it was by December, I had really kind of hit it hard in the fall. I said, I I told my husband, I said, I'm going to have to take December off. Like, I cannot 
I cannot literally give anything to anything anymore, you know. And as a mom, that's hard. And, you know, for me, home for us homeschooling moms, too, is because that, you know, you're trying to also serve them, you know. And so I think it's just you, you there's a comes to a point where, you know, and like you were saying, by the time you pass, time is going to pass and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm exhausted. And, and then you also are your kids are growing up. Right. You're, there's that mm. for me is like I want I don't want to look back in 10 years and say, oh, my gosh, my kids are, you know, in their teens. They're done with this fun age. And where am I? I mean, my business grew, but, you know, I'm tired and my kids are, you know, they're, they're grown up, you know. So I think there's a fine line of where you just kind of have to slow down a little bit. And, and I find that sometimes when you're not hustling as much, things really kind of gravitate to you in, in a weird way, if that makes sense. That is so true. I know yeah. it is. It's really hard to explain or put in words, right? But there is some magic there. Like when you intentionally slow down and just put it out there, like, I am focusing on taking care of myself. Yes, I still want my business to grow, but you kind of take that pressure off. Then things just kind of start happening, right? They really do. Yeah. And you're intentional with your time. You're intentional with the things you put out there. And then all of a sudden, that goodness is coming. It kind of comes right back to you in in a very odd way, (laughs) in a good way, (laughs) an amazing way. No, it is so true. (laughs) And just to give you a little encouragement, so I have teenagers and they still love me and they still love hanging out with me. So you will still have that when your boys are older too. <laughs> I'm so, and it's so fun. I'm so excited to, and I love seeing you with your boys. I'm excited for that phase. And it's, I think you're right. I think there's just different phases of being a mom and, and fun things. Like I'm looking forward to when they're older, you know, like, like you said, doing stuff together. So it's definitely a journey. I think just, I have to remind myself to kind of kind of just be in the, in the moment. I'm always a, a person to kind of say, well, what are we doing next? So we're we doing this and, and then I'm not really enjoying the moment. So I'm, I'm working on that. <laughs> well, aren't we all? That's human nature. I feel like to just overthink and think about the future and we, we dwell on the past and things we should have done or shouldn't have done and what's coming this month, what's coming next month, next year. And it's like every once in a while, just stop, like stop, take a breath and look around you and just see the moment, see what's happening in the present. And I think there's so much power in that, but it's so hard to do it because we're like so just trained to like think, 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 think and overthink everything. And it's like, oh my gosh, just, don't you just sometimes think to yourself like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Just stop and breathe. Yeah. And around like, why and appreciate. am I? And sometimes my husband like, why are you worried about that right now? And I honestly can say, I don't know. <laughs> and when you say that, you're like, okay, I... <laughs> Point taken. I'm moving on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you've mentioned a few times following your calling and hearing just something you're called to do. Can you talk a little bit about that if people are listening and they're like, you know, maybe they can't relate to that. Maybe they can. How do people tune in more to what their calling is? Yeah. So I think, you know, for me, it was, I think sometimes we think we know what it is and it takes some time to kind of navigate through that. Um, I thought that, you know, teaching in a regular setting was for me and for some that is the calling and they will be amazing teachers for the rest of their career. And it's, you know, that's where they're called to be. For sometimes I think you're, you're, when you look back and you say, well, that's why I went through that because it's going to help me do this next thing. You know, I think for me, there's a tug that you start to feel in your heart. I think you know it in your gut. And it, it's one of those things where it kind of, it may like simmer a little bit, but then it kind of boils back up again. It kind of never goes away. And so for me, like the one, one of those things was like having this farm school, which in my head, I was like, what are you thinking, Jenna? <laughs> you know? 
oh my goodness, you're going to have a farm school. And, you know, I kind of, I've told people before, I kind of decided the day I decided to homeschool was the day I decided like one day I'm going to have a farm school here um, on our farm. And we don't have a big farm. It's not, you know, it's not gigantic, but I knew it would serve a purpose. And I think there's a Bible verse that I I was actually going to share, but I'll share it now. Um, It's from Isaiah. And it just said, it says, here I am, send me. And I think that we're all you know, there's a purpose for all of us here, uh, you know, whether, you know, you know it right away or you don't. And I think part of a journey is, is, is discovering that, you know, and I think there's little people, there's people you meet, there's podcasts you listen to, there's a book, you know, that you'll read that you're like, oh, there's that, there's that again, you know. And I think one of the best things you can do is either journal or vo- voice note, but you know, some people don't like journaling, it kind of I think they think that it has to be like Dear Diary, you know, kind of journaling, <laughs> which I was like, kind of, it's kind of stresses me out, you know, whereas what I started to do when I was starting to have ideas is I would just start writing, you know, it could be a list, it could be a, you might draw it out, you may write a quote down that you want to remember, you know, I think it kind of just starts where you start putting the pieces together, you know, some way, whether you're doing it audio, you know, through an audio way or journaling or, you know, that kind of thing. And I think, you know, it takes some time. You're not going to know it right away. But I think for me, it was, I've got to start. And the way to start is, I'm going to look, you know, look up how to just start writing about it. You know, so I started blogging about just motherhood. And so I think that in, you know, in my opinion, you know, and again, it's opinion, but I really do feel that we're all called for something. And sometimes we're not quite sure what it is. Um, you may think, you know, and then it kind of shifts to something else. But I think there's so much goodness in the world, you know, as a mom and, you know, as a teacher, I think that I, and just being around other people who are business owners, you know, there's so much to give to the world. There's so in and, and a lot of people, for me, even, you know, it was one of those things, well, someone's already doing that. You know, someone's already doing the homeschool thing. Someone's already writing a book. Someone's already has a podcast, but you're, but it's not yours. It's not your thing. You're going to have your own twist on it. You're going to have your own. It's coming from you. And so I think I never wanted to regret never having tried. So if Mm -hmm. anything, I do this and it may not work out, but at least I can, you know, say I try call, you know, I followed that calling and something beautiful happened or I followed that calling and I still learned a lot, you know, so I hope that helps. I just oh think that gosh, you just got to try. <laughs> yeah, that was the best answer ever. And oh, sometimes this can be really scary. I mean, yeah. following a calling or intuition that you have about something you should do requires, like you mentioned earlier, being imperfect and doing things kind of messy and ugly at first. And that is scary, putting yourself out there in a way that's not like, quote, perfect and curated and all of that. So how do we do this? How do we try those new big things, you know, in a brave way? So when you said just what you had mentioned about it being hard and the mastermind that I was had, I had a speaker come and she was saying, you know, choose your heart. It can be hard that you just are sitting there and wishing you could, you know, do this, that or the other and really just being sad about it and never, never really taking action or you choose the hard as, well, I might just try to make a little website here and I may try to put a little blog on there and see what happens, you know. So I think one of those is just is literally choosing your heart. Are you going to do it or are you going to hope you did it? The other one I say, like I mentioned before, is, you know, kind of doing it messy. I I taught myself a lot of stuff. I don't know if it's the right way to do it, but, you know, I would, there's a lot of great online courses that are pretty affordable where it can teach you how to do, I did a hard to start a podcast in 30 days. 
just to get me started. And so I think educating yourself that, you know, there's a lot of people out there doing really cool stuff. You know, people have done it before you. So learn from them, you know, so I think educating yourself, you know, finding people surrounding yourself with people who are doing similar things and who can encourage you, you know, and and it may be in your family, it may be people who are outside your family or outside your your friend circle who you may like, look how we met, you know, it's amazing how we met with, you know, with other fellow podcasters doing different kinds of podcasts, but really kind of, I don't know, supporting each other and encouraging each other. I think there's a lot to see, to be said about meeting people, networking, and getting yourself out there. And yeah, and I think just, you know, researching, finding, looking to see, look at your, if you're in a certain, you know, field of whatever it may be, like, like, you know, food blogging or homeschooling, see what other people are doing, and learn from them. You know, I follow I follow really good people that inspire me, like you may on, on, on Instagram, like see what they're doing, you know, and I think just kind of starting from there. And like I said, you know, start journaling it, start, you know, do one thing like and, and I for me, I set myself a goal like, OK, in the next six months, I want to do this thing and do it, you know, and it, you know, whether you do a little bit every night, but I think doing one thing and setting a goal for yourself in like three months, six months, a year you know, see where you are. I didn't, I, for me, I don't want to be in the same place in a year. That is a great goal. Yeah. I love that so much. And do one thing. You've said that a few times. I think that's such great advice because we can't see the whole picture always. You know, we like have this ideal that we're going to be able to like get this vision of our entire, like this is how your business, that is not how it works typically. I mean, maybe sometimes, but I think just like focusing on that one next step is so important and leaning into your intuition. Like, okay, here's what I need to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to research it until I figure it out and just put it out there. And then when we take that step, the next step is revealed and so on instead of like assuming that we're going to see the whole vision upfront, right? Yeah. Because, right. Because you may try something and you're like, oh, wow, that did yeah. not go as I thought, you know. And for <laughs> me, every day, I write a list of five things to get accomplish for myself because it's not doable to do it all, you know. So or do three things a day for yourself. And it could be one personal, you know, one family, one business. That's another a way to go about it, you know, on a daily basis. But I think, yeah, you know, for the the next year, make a plan and it may shift, but at least you have a plan and you can at least start and have a, have an end goal. (laughs) Absolutely. You're so inspiring. So the end goal for you, what would you say your end goal is? Is it just to be flexible, to be able to be with your kids and have that quality time that you spoke about? What is kind of your North star when you're doing all of this? Well, I have a quote that I was going to share, if that's okay, that kind of sums that up a little bit. So there's a great book. Her name is Sarah McKenzie. She writes, it's called Teaching from Rest, which is funny. We talked about rest because rest is not lazy. Rest is, anyway, that's a whole other thing. But it's, (laughs) it's, you know, teaching with intention and, and not, you know, doing the whole the hustle thing that we talked about in that for me, you know, because I am Christian, you know, I give it I, I hope that at the end, I do what God has called me to do. Um, and her quote says, when my head hits the pillow each night, I want to know that I have done the one most important thing. I have fostered warm, happy memories and created lifelong bonds with my kids, even when the rest of life feels hard. So that's one thing Oof. as a mom, as a mom, I think that, you know, I hope that at the end of all of this, that I've served 
my kids and have taught them, you know, part of the whole mama is raising the whole child. So raising them and, uh, you know, that they may love and know God and be able to give goodness into the world. And then as a, on a business end, I have another, I have a lot of quotes today. I hope that's okay. Let's go ahead. (laughs) The other one is the truth is she was always afraid, but she knew she had to choose courage, hope and bravery over fear, doubt and insecurity in order to live her best life. And that is how she prospered. And then the last one is your potential is endless. Go do what you were created to do. And I think that, you know, for me, serving God is doing what I'm called. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time to figure it out. But I promise you, we each have a a purpose here. You just kind of have to be quiet sometimes and listen to what he's telling you. Jenna, you're so amazing. I love you. You're like, (laughs) I love you. This was such a great chat. And yeah, this is something we don't dig into a lot. But I I love these topics that we've touched on because as I alluded to earlier, this is the foundation for everything in your business. You will you will never thrive without this stuff. And you've just got such a handle on those oh, things that are necessary you. to keep not just your business running, but your family running health in a healthy way and you running in a healthy way. This Thanks. has been super valuable. Is there anything before we start saying goodbye that you just need to say to my listeners? Yeah, I think, well, thank you so much for having me. I, I'm so honored to to know you and you would just do amazing work and you're a wonderful mama. And so thank you for having me. I think I'm going to try not to get teary on this one, oh. but I think, you know, I think that we are, we need to give ourselves some grace. And, you know, if you are, you love your kids, you're spending time with them. And if you are running a business and they see their seat, they watch you, they're seeing you do all these, you know, they're seeing you work hard. They're seeing you like you said, turning your passion into something. And that's more teaching you could ever give them. And I hope that, you know, for my kids, they see me through even through the hard days, you know, where we're struggling or it's busy, it's kind of crazy that, you know, I'm answering God's calling and that I'm trying to put, you know, goodness into the world because I hope that they'll do that one day too. I literally have goosebumps right now. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That was great. So well said. Well, thank you so much for being here. I love chatting with you and you've added so much value to this podcast just by sharing your words. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Let's do it again soon. (laughs) Yes. Agreed. So you already shared all of your amazing quotes. I loved it all. We'll put together a show notes page for you, Jenna. If anyone wants to go look at those, go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash the whole mama. Jenna has some great content. I love everything that you share. You're amazing. So tell everyone where they can find you. So mention Instagram, website, podcast, and anything else you want to share. Yeah, absolutely. So um, like Megan said, I have my podcast. It's called The Whole Mama with Jenna Gibbons. Um, I would love for you to take a listen. And I'm on Instagram probably most of the time. And that's the at the underscore whole mama. Um, I share kind of my daily grind and my (laughs) farm experiences and inspiration on a lot of my stories and stuff. So join me there. Um, My website is IamTheWholeMama.com. And yeah, just check out. We've got exciting things coming. Um, Having a a book that's helping families with having having peaceful nighttime routines. So that's coming out. Um, And it's a new homeschool planner I'm having coming out around Thanksgiving and just fun stuff. I try really hard to just offer, you know, lots for mothers who are homeschooling, but just motherhood in general to make your life a little bit more peaceful and helpful. And I hope I'm helping you guide you in a direction where you have a, you know, just a a wonderful life with your kids. So yeah, please follow me. I'd love to meet you on uh, social media. You definitely put light into the world. You're one of those people that's like everything you put out there is like goodness, 
light, bright. You're just such a bright light. And so thank you for doing that, Jenna. Thank um, you and, so much. Yeah. And everyone go check Jenna out on all the platforms. And thank you so much for listening today, food bloggers. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Eat Blog Talk. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you posted it to your social media feed and stories. I will see you next time.